today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Black Friday, uh, right across North America. Uh, it's arrived now, and uh, while stories have been rolling on sales for weeks now, today is still expected to be a big holiday shopping day as it kicks into high gear. Retail analyst Bruce Winder says that the rising cost of living is going to intensify the hunt to find a deal. I think it's going to be basically people going in and cherry picking and walking out just with the items that are extremely aggressive on price, you know, 50, 60, 70 off. And, and guaranteed, if you're a retailer and you're trying to move something at 25, 30 off, something like that, it ain't going to sell. <laughs> There's advice to everybody who's opening the doors today. Uh, I want to bring Daniel Stefani into that. Daniel Stefani, of course, is the vice president of policy with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Daniel, happy Black Friday day. Uh, is, is this still a thing? Is it still the big event, the, the big retail event that it has been in past years? Uh, good morning, Bill, and thanks for having me on. I, I think uh, it, it's a good question that you raise. It is still a big thing, but as you know, it's also spread out into a larger thing. Oftentimes, some of these Black Friday sales extend well beyond just the day, and now it's uh, there's a Cyber Monday as well. And so it's a yeah. busy season writ large, uh, and it's I, one I in which... Started the it started the day after Halloween, didn't it? <laughs> it, it does. It, it does. seemed to, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, as, as soon as the Halloween de- decorations go uh, down, we see the, the the holiday displays going up. But in general, Bill, I think that the point here is that uh, for many retailers and small business retailers specifically, these months are critical ones for them to uh, to make uh, their revenue numbers for the year. Yeah. Now, some of our, our listeners may not understand. I don't want to get into too deeply into the history. But I mean, Black Friday is always the day after the American Thanksgiving. Uh, and, and as you say, it's the beginning of the Christmas shopping season. And there's so much business in the past that went on there that they said it's black. In other words, you're going to be in the black. There's no red ink now. Everybody's going to make money because of the Christmas season. That was the wish. And it was for many years. Uh, but we've had some hardships over the last few years, Daniel. Uh, stores haven't been able to partake in this for the longest time, but I'm getting the sense from some of the numbers we've seen, not necessarily from today, but over the last couple of months, uh, we still want to spend money. Absolutely. In fact, uh, you know, some of the consumer spending data suggests that although people are spending a little bit less um, because of, you know, some of the points that you just mentioned in in the intro there, you know, the rising cost of living, rising inflation, concerns about an upcoming recession, that dampening in spending doesn't actually translate to anything significant enough to ease the pressure on the retail sector or provide uh, really relief on the labor shortage front either, which is, I know, another part of this whole equation. Um, So, Although some of this stuff is kind of looming large for consumers in the background, there might be a little bit of tightening um, of the household finances. That's not likely to translate um, into a real dip in in spending over the holiday season, at least uh, according to some of the consumer spending data that we've looked at. But you just raised a a fascinating point, and it's something we've talked about. Now we have to talk about it in the context of Black Friday and, and the Christmas shopping season. I, I hope every retailer just you know has dozens and dozens of people coming through the doors every hour. But do you have enough staff to handle them? I mean, and the answer for a lot of these businesses is no. Yeah, that's the that's the unfortunate side of this. Um, and it was uh, it was a fairly foreseeable uh, disaster in a way as well. I know I know, Bill, you've been talking about this. We've been talking about the labor shortage uh, for for years and years, and it's a, almost a perfect storm here. We are amidst a very tight labor market that is brushing up against its capacity constraints, and um, all kinds of industries are trying to hire: healthcare, construction, travel. 
um, tourism and retailers as well. So uh, right now, uh, it's a time in which both the demand for uh, labor is going up, um, but the supply is uh, remains very tight. And so um, that's why uh, many retailers are experiencing shortages. And that's why we anecdotally as customers and consumers observe uh, many help wanted signs are now hiring signs plastered across the windows of, of all of our, our favorite retailers. Yeah, and it's not just advertising. It's almost a plea right now to come in and help us. I mean, the, the, this used to be a great time for students uh, because they'd always had to hire extra staff around Christmas time. I, you know, a lot of people I know, whether they're going through school, you know, get a, a job at the LCBO or some of the retail outlets, uh, you know, and, and make a few bucks, which is always kind of helpful. You know, those crowds are still going to be there. So I, I'm hoping that's going to happen for the sake of the retailers. But what does that do to the other side of the ledger, though, uh, when you know that, okay, the revenue might be down a little bit, it's going to be somewhat problematic. People are looking for deals, as we heard in our preamble just before you jumped in here, Daniel. Uh, you know, if if they want to buy a TV and it's uh, usually seven hundred bucks and they're offering it for six dollars, six hundred and sixty, people are going to say that's no deal. That's, that's no big deal. They're going to have to really cut prices here, but that's going to have an impact on bottom line, isn't it? It's it's very possible that it might. And for some of this stuff that you're raising, it will be interesting on the other side to look at the data to see kind of how this all uh, shook out. Um, but there is no doubt that um, customers and consumers are also going to be looking more aggressively um, to make sure that, you know, that uh, they're spending as prudently as possible and perhaps maximizing uh, wherever they can as well to get the biggest bang for their buck. And so I, I do expect some uh, some of that deal hunting uh, to be on and to be happening as well, both online and uh, through brick and mortar. Well, you know what I'll be watching for, and it'll be, I guess, a little while before we actually see some of the data on this, but are they staying on this side of the border to do it? There used to be a huge migration every Black Friday, uh, you know, over to in this area of the town, of course, down to Buffalo and Niagara Falls and, and down through Detroit for our London listeners and say, you know, got to go across the border because that's where the real deals are. I, I think our retailers have been competitive over the last number of years about this. And uh, with the high price of gas and everything else, I, I'd like to think that we're going to spend our dollars on this side of the border at local businesses. Yeah, and perhaps even with a favorable favorable exchange rates for um, uh, our American neighbors, maybe sure. uh, they they might find their way here. And I know p- perhaps some of the loosening of the restrictions uh, around cross border travel hopefully uh, makes that back and forth uh, a little bit easier. But no, absolutely, Bill. I mean, this is uh, uh, you know as we said, uh, you know, this is a time in which a lot of retailers count on being able to. Uh, make the revenue numbers uh, for the years. For a lot of these operations, it's worth noting that the margins for uh, the margins for business owners to begin with can be very tight. And when you layer on top of that the rising cost of doing business, you know, fuel costs going up, energy costs going up, and the cost of labor increasing as well. Because what's happening amidst these staffing shortages is. Uh, employers are appropriately responding by trying to increase their flexibility to uh, to uh, increase the hourly wages to provide more benefits, but that also uh, makes those margins even more razor thin, and so uh, that there's less room for error uh, when it comes to the all around uh, uh, performance over the next couple of months as well. Well, I'll be uh, jumping into the fray, I guess, just after we get off the air here today uh, with our shopping plaza over here in the uh, Ancaster area. And uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be a participant. I'm going to wait in there and see what happens. So I'll, I'll have a full report for you later on. Uh, as always, Daniel, thanks so much for this. Appreciate the time today. Bill, thanks so much for having me on.
Take care. Daniel Safiani, uh, Vice President of Policy with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.